we all know one. One of what? Well, one of those horses who really and truly make you question your riding skills. It seems like every time you get on them, you start to maybe try one particular thing and then because he will not cooperate, everything falls apart. That's the horse we're talking about today. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and this is the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you sort out a couple of little issues couple of little niggly things to do with your riding each and every week. We take a different topic, we break it down into more, well, easy to understand parts and pieces that you can then start to build it back up, put things together. Not only that, you can actually go out, get on your horse, get into the saddle and have a better understanding of how to communicate what you really want to do with your horse. To your horse as well so i would love if you're struggling with anything in your riding right now and particularly what we're talking about today i would love there is a free mini course that i've created for you you can find it over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash ts and as i said it's absolutely free i'd love for you to go over and sign up there for it i'll send it to you and you can have a look and see if it in fact helps you out in your riding and helps you to get a little bit clearer on what you should be doing particularly when you're on the horse as we spoke about earlier who well has you questioning just about everything and i want to chat about that horse right now because very often for many riders it is the horse that maybe is a very what other people would deem easy horse to ride in that they're very calm, they're very docile, they're very quote unquote safe, okay? But the thing is that type of a horse, when you're trying to get them to go forward, and of course we know that forwardness is the keys to the kingdom when it comes to doing anything, when you're trying to get them to go forward, they really are fighting you every single step of the way, not even every stride of the way, it's every step of the way. They're going to fight you on that forwardness. And for many riders, what ends up happening is the basics that they were, or well, I suppose that they had, let's say, worked out and that they had organized and that they had sorted out before this whole battle of wills began, well, they tend to fall by the wayside. And what they're actually asking the horse to do later is completely irrelevant because the horse is now no longer even got the basics happening. So what I want you to do, if this is the case with you, is to bring the whole situation back to the basics. So first and foremost, what I would start to think about here is firstly, that the horse is indeed going forward. And I would work on that forwardness in walk and in trot. I wouldn't even bother with canter. In fact, it's very often that actual transition from the trot to the canter where things can well just kind of come apart at the seams okay um but i wouldn't even bother with canter at this point i would bring it right back to the walk and the trot and i would start working on getting the horse going forward and the horse's responsiveness which actually means basically that the horse is listening to you and that he is respectful of your well your questions and what your desires what you're asking for okay that he's doing his best to try and make that happen for you okay so that's where i'm going to suggest bringing it all back to now once you've got the forwardness sorted out and we've spoken about this in previous episodes so you're more than welcome to go back there and just find it and obviously i will also put a link to it in the show notes for today's episode as well or the blog post for today's episode there will also be a link for that as well which you can find over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash episode 1061. 
one, okay? And you can find that there and I'll put a link to all the other ones as well. But once you've got the forwardness sorted out, what I would then start looking at is how much he is responding to actually the channel that you're creating. So now, in a couple of weeks, we're going to be talking a little bit more about this channel, but today let's just touch on it, the fact that when you're on your horse and when you're riding your horse, you want to create a channel using your aids in order to get the horse moving forward, okay? So think about a channel being the river flow or the train tracks um, that the train travels on, okay? That will basically dictate where the, the water or the train or whatever we want to talk about, you could even think about it as being like electricity and wires, it's going to dictate where it's traveling to, okay? And when you have that channel sorted out, you can then begin working on putting more energy into that channel. Very often what happens is the channel itself is a little bit weak, okay? There's weak spots. And when you're trying to put more energy in, well, horses, and particularly horses like the one we're talking about today, he'll know those weak spots are there. He's not silly, okay? He knows their weak spots. And what he's going to do is everything in his power to actually well, avail of those weak spots and make the most of them, make it work for him. Because if he can get the energy to leak out through those spots, it means that he does not have to apply himself too much to the whole aspect of going forward. And of course, that means he doesn't have to carry himself. He doesn't have to engage himself. It's a much easier all-round workout for him, okay? So what can the weak spots look like? Well, sometimes it looks like, for example, if we take it back to that transition between maybe trot and canter, and you're kicking and you're kicking and you're going and you're going and your horse is trotting faster and your horse is trotting faster, and you probably, at the beginning of that transition, when, when you kind of, when you thought to yourself, okay, I'm going to tra transition now into canter, you probably thought to yourself, okay, I need to ask for a little bit of flexion to the inside. So let's say we were asking for canter to the left. I'm going to ask for a little bit of flexion here to the inside and it probably looked great. However, then the battle of wills began. <laughs> and very often, remember I said he'll look for the weak spots and what he has done now is figured out, okay, where is she going a little bit wonky? And what he generally, what you'll often find is as you are maybe asking, using that inside leg, he is now bracing himself against it. So he actually ends up completely bent or completely I don't want to say flex because I don't think there's really flexion it's more like a, a bracing um, to the outside and what's what basically happens is if he does strike counter if you do win the war okay and it's like oh it's going on and on and on that means that he generally might just strike on the wrong lead okay so bringing it all back how can we fix our channel. What I would start doing, again, bringing it to walk and to trot, I would pay close attention to the flexion on circles and in bends. We've spoken about serpentines last month um, you, to, to make sure that the flexion is correct. And start off and walk, start off where it's simple and notice when you feel the brace coming against you. Now, the brace can also be through the shoulder, it can be through the neck. It doesn't necessarily have to be through the, the kind of the body or the barrel of the horse, but that's normally where you'll feel it first, okay? So, Notice that bracing happening and then correct it. Now, this is where you could, if your leg, maybe if he's ignoring your leg a little bit, um, you could use your schooling whip just to make a little bit of a correction. But what's important is that while you are correcting, you are focusing on moving where you want to go because that is where a horse like this catches you. This is where he tests your riding abilities. 
if you're just focusing on the issue, okay, which right now is, well, it probably started off with the fact that he wouldn't transition into canter, and then it very quickly became the fact that he's completely bracing against you, um, and that's all you're focusing on, you're never going to get to canter, okay? So you want to keep focusing on what you actually want to do, and this is why I'm saying bring it back, forget about canter for now. So let's say we're on our serpentine, for example, and you notice, hold on, he is bracing. And what you'll often find with a horse like this is that as you're transitioning up and down, maybe between gears, between walk and trot even, he will do a similar thing. He will try and brace against you there. So this is where you can nip that in the bud. This is where you can really and truly remain more effective position in a more effective role and you can actually keep the move the movement and not only that keep the forwardness happening okay so what sometimes happens is I feel that forwardness comes from both a mental forwardness but then also a physical forwardness but if you're not thinking forward the physical forwardness won't happen you have to be thinking forward so if you can retrain your brain and by doing so into thinking forward you have a much better chance of getting your horse to think forward with you. Now, the other thing I'm going to suggest doing is more suppling work. So yes, the bends and the flexion, that is suppling, but it's also working on responsiveness. And by suppling, I mean that really and truly you're trying to maybe, for example, move the shoulders or you're trying to move the hindquarters and you're being very, very precise about where those, whatever you're trying to move, where it is going at any given time, okay? And in doing so, you're building up this kind of, this relationship with the horse, this conversation with the horse, that when it comes to speeding things up, which of course the transition to canter is going to be a little bit faster, you're going to, you're going up a gear essentially, okay, um, that you can then remain where you should be, you remain in this effective place because you're used to practicing it. And not only that, because you've trained your horse at this point to keep on thinking forward and to keep asking or maybe I wouldn't say asking the question but waiting for you to ask the question and then responding to it there's a far better chance you're going to get that positive response when you actually do ask the question okay so take it all back to basics work on the flexion work on the bending work on then later you can work on transitions adding transitions in and out be really really specific in how you're asking be really sure and clear in your head about what you want that ask to look like and what you want the response to look like if it doesn't look exactly like what you want it to look like go back that's not right you want it to be right and then later as you keep asking this and as you keep responding you'll find your channel becomes stronger not only that you're able to then keep the horse moving forward easier because you're both thinking forward as well as working forward too okay i hope you found this useful this is actually coming from um one of our members actually had a very similar issue and this is why i decided to touch on it because i i've seen so many people struggle with the issue and they keep thinking it's a it's a cantering issue it's not <laughs> The canter is just basically a symptom of what's going on a little bit for earlier on in the training or further back in the training. And that's where I'm going to suggest if you're having the issue, that is where you want to go back to. You want to go back to the basics, you want to get those right, and basics being forward, forward, forward. And getting into your head that forwardness is a mental process. It is a mindset just as much as it is a physical way of going. Okay, I hope you found this helpful. Again, if you want to, you can pop on over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash TS and you can sign up there for um, the five days to clarity. It's an absolutely free mini course 
and it will help you get a couple of those basics sorted out for you and your horse. Have a great one. Keep well. And I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye. Bye.